0: Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Everybody.
1: Welcome to the official <laughs> Dunstan Checks In podcast. I'm Lord Andrew.
0: I'm Diet Coke.
1: And today we're going to talk about Minute 81. And uh, that minute, oh, that minute, by the way, is paired with another feature film, as we pair every minute with another feature film.
0: That's what we do here at the official Dunstan Checks In podcast, produced by Universal.
1: Yeah. And um this minute, minute eighty one, what have you paired this minute with?
0: My name's Diet Coke, first oh. of all. <laughs> Please <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> we're gonna cut we're gonna we're gonna bleep that out. Second of all, I picked a little film called Mystery Comma Alaska.
1: Okay. <laughs> cool.
0: We'll get I, to that later. I
1: wonder why.
0: Yeah. I it's so this is a tricky one. It's hard to figure out why. I it's like it's smooth. a mystery. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
1: uh in my room and I'll take real good care of him.
0: Yeah. That's Talking about what Dunstan.
1: Yeah, that's what Kyle is saying at the beginning of this minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh and Mr. Grant, Kyle's father, kind of has a has a he has a sullen way of responding. He kind of hey. he, Hmm.
0: Can we point out something, though, that I didn't maybe realize? Sure. So this whole movie, Mr. Grant's been saying, Kyle, I'm sick of your shit. Mm-hmm. There's no ape here. You're a fucking little dumbass, and you're fucking up my job. Now go to your room and sit. hmm Right? And here at the end of the movie, he has realized there wasn't orangutan all along, and that also it's, like, good to love your son. Mm-hmm. And so yes, a reverse course. And what do we see upon him, Andrew? What? What? He literally has egg on his face throughout oh, this whole scene.
1: There it is.
0: <laughs> wow. Do you think that was intentional by the filmmakers? Uh,
1: you know maybe. I I don't know. Yeah. Are they the 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 filmmakers are playing three dimensional chess with us, the audience?
0: I mean, it's, it doesn't make it a good movie. No. But also um, like we know that he has egg on his face because we saw the egg hit his face earlier. Mm-hmm. Um but this minute out of context, it it, it 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 scans more as mustard, I would say. I keep thinking it's mustard and I have to remind myself, no, that's <laughs> egg yolk.
1: Yeah, the egg on his shirt is very just I'm like, oh that's just yellow paint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's not reading yeah. his food at all to me. No. <laughs>
0: um
1: so real good care of him and then mr grint responds very sullenly uh dunstan can stay tonight but tomorrow we've got to find a place for him yeah which uh frankly
0: seems even that seems like too (laughs) seems like an irresponsible compromise to make with a child if i'm being honest
1: yeah it really yeah (laughs)
0: um
1: especially because part of their it seemed um there was the weird plan that only came up once for two seconds that they were going yeah. to smuggle Dunstan over to a zoo?
0: Yeah, and that was Kyle's plan.
1: Yeah.
0: And now Kyle is not so into that plan.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, in response to this, uh, what happens next is Kyle kisses Dunstan. Yeah. Like, on the lip area.
0: Oh Yeah, I would say he kisses him on his, like, upper lip.
1: And... Dunstan, his way of returning this kiss is a real. He kind of
0: his lower he, lip kind of like goes over and and, and creates a seal basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, as an orangutan, they don't know how to kiss. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then we we cut to we're in their apartment, wherever that is in this tower. Honestly,
0: though, that moment kind of tracks as like I don't know if you kiss your pet if you give if you if you ever give your pet a gentle kiss on the forehead. Mm -hmm. um but sometimes you go to do that and your pet doesn't understand and it gets weird (laughs) that's just a risk you accept as a pet owner
1: my my pet doesn't understand kisses and so normally it just makes her mad
0: oh see nucky he's fine with it but when i give him a kiss on the head every once in a while this has only happened like i'm gonna say maximum twice in my life Mm -hmm. maximum Um, twice I go to I, I go to give my, my beautiful dog Nucky a gentle kiss on the forehead and then he moves his head and I, ju- I just get a lip full of eyeball. <laughs> I, I just make direct <laughs> lip to eyeball contact. Um and it's not it's not pleasant, let me tell you.
1: I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> uh so we're, we're the scene is transitioned into the apartment that is now being packed up. Brian is packing a box. In front of camera, and then moves to the background while uh, Kyle is explaining to Dunstan what's going to happen.
0: My initial reaction to this was, "Wow, Kyle's not helping pack. That's fucked up." But <laughs> you know, watching the orangutan is probably like an important when you're trying to pack and there's an orangutan in the house. Mm-hmm. Having this, someone to watch the orangutan is probably a good idea. Yeah, that's that's a valuable job, and I'm I'm sorry I uh, I'm sorry I doubted you, Kyle. <laughs>
1: Well, and the, the box situation is kind of weird, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because in the background, the one label that I saw on a box was desk stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. I think uh, Brian was putting a picture frame into that front box before walking away.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's just boxes everywhere.
0: Wait, I mean, let's move it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kyle says to Dunstan something like, "They'll they'll be nice to you. Uh, no one will be mean to you, and you'll have friends. Yes. And then Dunstan kind of um, rustles. Fossils his hair. Yeah. And Kyle says, "No, monkey friends. Like, as in not not me, yeah. but friends who are monkeys.
0: Like This you. is just honestly. I'm watching this and I'm just getting pissed off. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just they're it's, they're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. None of this means anything. This is just the movie. I mean, the movie here has the same attitude we have, which is like, let's just fucking land the plane as quickly as we can.
1: (laughs) Um, And Kyle to say, I'll come visit when I can. And I'll, I'll say, Kyle's face goes through a lot of emotions.
0: Well, yeah i actually and wrote down here tour de force performance by the kid from the santa claus and also this movie <laughs> because he is cycling through emotions and especially in an upcoming shot where he opens some doors mm-hmm. but throughout the scene he is just he is cycling through emotions at a breakneck pace yeah and i i think I, I don't think he does a terrible job with any of them but it's it's a it's an acting challenge that i that i don't envy
1: mm-hmm. uh, and so then there's there is a knock on the door and kyle says it's them Yes. So I, I mean, I guess the movers, who who, who could the them be besides? Yeah, because we like
0: know that the, the zookeepers are coming tomorrow. Yeah, or so we are led to believe.
1: Mm-hmm. And so um, when he o-
0: maybe I, mean, I guess he thinks maybe they ordered a pizza.
1: It could. I mean, but he says it's them in a very sad way.
0: Kyle hates pizza.
1: <laughs> maybe this is the next day.
0: Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, you're right. Maybe it is.
1: Um, because brian at least is in i didn't know where to bring this up but i do want to mention brian is wearing a different outfit here
0: yeah also the kyle's not the mud boy anymore so he is also wearing a different outfit
1: yeah um brian is wearing kind of um he's wearing suspenders over a flannel he's
0: he's also wearing some very high-waisted trousers
1: yeah it's it's like he he it's like um he's on break from a different movie where he plays a 1940s guy
0: yeah For real. (laughs) Like they were shooting on the same lot. He's just like, oh shit, I got to pop back over to Dustin for a second. Yeah. They need me in the background of the show. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he has no lines. He's just going to be standing
0: there. Maybe he's just, he's a 40s guy. I mean, that's just his style in real life and he was just packing up set. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) you know what? Two birds, one stone. (laughs) This can also, write desk stuff on one of those boxes. This will be the moving scene. (laughs)
1: Um, but then he gets Kyle goes to answer the door, mm-hmm. which if if you 're saying that Kyle 's supposed to be the monkey watcher then he 's now failed at his job true and There's Brian also like, failed at answering the door
0: yeah there 's also like drums in the in the background <laughs> of the shot, okay, or like a drum like a C, like not a bongo because bongos are small, but like you know like a drum, you kind of just bop, bop, up with your hands, not like a drum kit
1: like a like a um... Is that called a timpani?
0: Maybe I think this is what I'm looking at. It could also not be drum. It looks like a drum to me. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's weird that this object didn't come into play in the film. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, I guess. <laughs> you, you'd think there would be some hijinks with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he answers the door, mm-hmm. and it and he goes, "Mr. Dubrow."
0: Do 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 Dubrow. <laughs> A and um, Dubrow for Mr. Dubrow.
1: Yeah, very good. And the, the camera sp- you know, turns. We see the doorway. There's Mr. Dubrow. He says, morning, Kyle. Like as if it's the most natural thing for him to be interacting with Kyle.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's Mr. Dubrow. I think Mr. Dubrow is just a very comfortable man, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. And then um I don't remember the name of the if there is a name given for the character that's with him here. But I just wrote mm-hmm. with pink lady.
0: He seems to like pink ladies, this mm-hmm. guy. Because Mrs. Dubrow is something of a pink lady. This is
1: true. Um, and so she she doesn't really say anything or do anything in this minute. But Mr. Dubrow is there to explain what's going on. Uh, Kyle yes. asks, where's Mrs. Dubrow? Mm-hmm. And Mr. D- D- Dubrow responds that, uh, and kind of in a jovial tone, kind of in a way where he's happy to say this, that Mrs. Dubrow is scouting hotel sites in Alaska.
0: Let's talk about this line, because it's interesting (laughs) to me. Uh Uh-huh. So, she is being forced to scout out hotel locations in Alaska, Mm -hmm. presumably as some sort of punishment for her behavior at the crystal ball. Yeah. But, Mr. Dubrow's (laughs) husband... Yeah. What, what, I... What's up? I don't understand.
1: I Now, I wonder if it's supposed to be implied, and I can't remember how it goes in the next few minutes, um, if Mr. Dubrow then divorces Mrs. Dubrow and just she becomes uh, an employee.
0: Why would she do that,
1: though? I don't, look, I, this movie is bad and weird.
0: It's so bad and so weird. Um, anyway, let's talk about Mystery Alaska. <laughs>
1: yeah, there we go. <laughs>
0: um so full disclosure, I did I did pick this movie because it has Alaska in the title, mm-hmm. and they mentioned Alaska in this minute. Mm-hmm. But I think there is kind of a similarity a similarity here yep. in that the the premise of this joke is that ask Alaska ask. Alaska is just like a um a horrible place where no one would want to spend time. Yeah, um, and the movie Mystery Alaska is sort of about people having that preconceived notion about a small town in Alaska, uh, and that small town struggling to, uh, you know, live with dignity a- a- as they are thrust in- into the national news. Mm-hmm. Um, so I-, I think there's, you know, I think uh, I think there's a connection there for sure.
1: Um. Bitch. No, I, that's fine. I would also make the connection in that, um, I don't know if you, you, had you seen Mystery Alaska before this? I had not. Okay, neither had I'd, I. Okay. Uh, and I, I had to determine that. I think I was getting it confused with, see now I forgot to look up what I was getting it confused with.
0: The Ice Harvest.
1: Yeah, yes?
0: <laughs> Got it in one. Is that the I one? I know my co-host. Is,
1: is that one have Robin Williams somehow?
0: Oh, maybe not. Maybe I don't know you. Uh, the ice harvest, I believe, is like John Cusack and Oliver Platt.
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar too. A lot of <laughs> these snow movies—I'll call them. I don't. I can't <laughs> keep straight in my head.
0: I—I I, I mean, uh, are you might. Are you thinking of uh, what's the movie with Robin Williams and Al Pacino?
1: No, I'm not thinking of Insomnia.
0: Okay, because that is also a cold movie.
1: There's a there's a cold movie where it's a it's a kind of comedy, but it's also a mystery drama thing. Where there's like a dead body in a dumpster, and they're the the comedy of it is that they misidentify who it is, and it gives someone like insurance money or something.
0: That's interesting. I don't. Remember, I've seen The Ice Harvest, and I could not tell you the plot of that. See, so, maybe
1: I mean maybe that's the plot. I but
0: I also don't remember. I feel like I would remember Robin Williams being in it, and I
1: don't. Let me. I'm going to try and look at Robin Williams IMDb list and see. That's if actually exactly
0: those... what I'm doing. I'm looking at his Wikipedia, which I prefer. I, yeah, um, we go back and forth, don't we? I've, I've recently discovered that IMDb, um, the order that it displays movies in the app and the order that it displays movies on the website is different, and I hate that.
1: We we discovered that together, I thought, um, when we were playing the Zip game one time.
0: We might have. Oh, you, oh The I, Big White. I, I think, think I thinking am of.
1: thinking of The Big White.
0: Yeah, Robin yeah, Williams, Holly Hunter, Giovanni, Rebisi uh Woody Harrelson, Tim Blake Nelson, W. Earl Brown, and Animal Allison Loman. hmm I uh, I you know, I, I enjoyed seeing Allison Loman in movies when she was around. hmm <laughs> We talked about that on a previous episode. We have indeed. <laughs> um Alright, so <laughs> it's not that movie. No. So So I was going to ask what if you had any thoughts on uh Mystery Alaska. Uh, prior to watching it, and apparently your thought was that you thought it was the Big White. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: That was my thought.
0: <laughs> uh, here, here's what I knew about Mystery Alaska going mm-hmm. in. I knew it was a like a comedy drama. Yeah. And I knew that um, Mike Myers had a small role. I was toying mm-hmm. with um, going on a Mike Myers deep dive recently. <laughs> How um, deep? Watching all of his movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, but he wasn't, uh, he's not in, uh, he wasn't in, a, he's pretty, uh, he picks his roles carefully, I guess is what I'm saying. He's not in a ton of movies.
1: Mm-hmm. This is very true.
0: Which is why I didn't do the Mike Myers deep dive, but I, <laughs> did, I I was I was left over with a curiosity about Mystery Alaska. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that yeah. curiosity was finally satisfied today when I watched it.
1: Well, satisfied is an interesting word, but sure.
0: Let me add, so that sounds like you did not care for the film.
1: Not really, no.
0: Uh, I liked it. I, I, I wow. enjoyed it quite a bit. I have to um, say, I'm, do, I'm shocked by that. <laughs> I do think it is proof of a recent tweet of mine. I think it proves a theorem, which I suggested in a tweet of mine recently. Okay. Which is that Liev Schreiber is, is the improved version of Russell Crowe.
1: Yeah. This Wouldn't this movie have, could have used of Schreiber instead of Russell Crowe.
0: I mean, at that point, I guess we're just getting into goon territory. What? goon the hockey is also a hockey movie but it had leave schreiber in it
1: oh then maybe i should watch that
0: Goon's good i think it's a good movie
1: Uh, maybe i'll do a deep dive on leave schreiber
0: Ooh, that'd be a good idea i could i could fuck with that (laughs) i don't think i've ever been disappointed by leave schreiber in a movie
1: um i mean i know we we talked about it uh recently um what was it called spotlight He's in that. I don't think you cared for that or him. I
0: didn't care it, for the film, but I, I don't. I don't blame leave for that.
1: Okay. You can take him or leave him, huh?
0: What do you mean? Oh, take shut his... up, you asshole! You fucking asshole! Kick your ass! Piece <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, of <laughs> shit! Fuck you! <laughs> um. Anyway, what didn't you hmm. like about Mystery Alaska?
1: Oh, I just didn't care. <laughs> the the it was that dumb thing where um it's it's like a um uh the script was a very dramatic script and they direct it like a comedy,
0: you know. Well, you get that's you got Jay Roach in charge, you know.
1: And I didn't care for that at all. When the man died, I just went, "Really, we're doing this?"
0: I uh, know. I was sad. I I, I, I like Maury Chaykin, the actor. I liked that character, and I was sad to see him go.
1: Well, and then the whole movie, they seem to make it, and it's a completely unfunny bit with him where it's just he's just like, "I'm fat," he says that multiple times in the film.
0: I guess I, I don't know. I, I, I found him charming. I, I also think this is maybe an indication of something we know about me based on how much I love Northern Exposure, which is that I'm a sucker for small town Alaska. Yeah. You show me small town Alaska in a movie, and I'm just I'm just swept away by the beauty and the majesty. I mean of the. Him.
1: The the Mountains thing is, I'm a lakes. I'm a sucker for a small Ooh. town,
0: not in Alaska though. Apparently. So I guess
1: just you add too much snow and I don't care for it.
0: <laughs> I'm there. I'm like this is breathtaking and I love it. And I'm I was I, I enjoy the film. I uh, I don't know. I think it, it's a little. I'm not gonna say it's perfect because I feel like uh, there's something going on in the story about how people kind of uh, dismiss small towns and rural areas is like oh they're just a bunch of like ignorant redneck hicks mm-hmm. um and there's like that moment where like the, the people making fun of them for being hicks are also like saying some pretty insensitive things about um the inuit people mm-hmm. and uh maury Chaykin's like hey they call themselves inuit not eskimos and like also we're white guys <laughs> like that's not us mm-hmm. um where I don't know I, I like that little bit of like uh, of saying like hey people are people you shouldn't just which is I I think a tendency people have to just sweep rural areas and assume they're all like racist shitheads mm-hmm. which they're not but I also think the problem with the movie is like well if you're gonna tell that story you probably shouldn't have an all white cast which this movie yeah, does
1: yeah yeah um, and and then this movie kind of takes it to that other side where as you're saying all the people from the big towns from New York and L A or whatever. They're the shitheads.
0: They I, are... I feel like <laughs> maybe that's my new thing is I I, I, I rally against coastal elites. <laughs> uh, can we can you not? <laughs> As someone who's
1: only I mean, you included who's only lived in California.
0: True. But let's face it. There's a there's a problem with them. there's like shitty asshole neoliberalism runs deep on the coast. Yeah. Um, and i that maybe this is, this movie doesn't get too deep into that, but I think this movie does. You know whether it's accidental or not, hit upon that a little bit, and I I, I appreciated that for whatever it was worth. Mm-hmm. um Listen, it's you know it's a bit sloppy. I think it's a little too long, but I think yeah. its heart's in the right place. You got I I, I like a hockey movie. There's beautiful landscapes throughout. I, I I enjoyed the film.
1: Yeah, I can't. You know, I really that is one of the things that keeps. It is the small town. And um, I do like a hockey movie. I, I should watch Goon. I don't know why I'm denying myself that.
0: Yeah, you'll. I think you'll like Goon. Goon is very good.
1: Um, I the, the other I should, thing I
0: should finally get around to watching Goon too.
1: Oh, they made a sequel.
0: I've heard it's like it's like solid, but not as good as the first one. All
1: right. Um. the The other thing I think we should note about this movie is that the first spoken line in this film is "fuck me," and it's said by like a six year old.
0: Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that was a funny bit. That's I truly.
1: That truly wild thing to start your movie with
0: <laughs> you say that he doesn't he doesn't say it in a sexual context uh-huh. he says fuck me like like the thing you say when something isn't working and you're exasperating oh, fuck me. yeah
1: and when he's asked where he's heard that it said it was the locker room yeah there's that locker room talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i thought that was a very fun and charming way to start the movie apparently it, it, it did not have that effect on you i, I do like um I like Meany, I like whenever he's in something.
1: Now, do you think Col Meany and Colm Fiore uh, ever hang out or in- interact with
0: each other? No, I think I think they're enemies. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and I think Col Meany is the good one. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I'm glad we're both agreeing on that one. <laughs> um, Colm Fiore, though, is in the uh, is in a. Uh, a movie that I I can't say his name I'm not French, mm-hmm. uh, but he's in a movie that I enjoy uh, quite a bit called Trotsky. Oh okay. Um, with Jay Shell who made Goon. It's all, it all comes full circle. Whoa. You know? <laughs>
1: um, I want to say that I did kind of like the um, Russell Crowe's family aspect.
0: I thought that was nice as well. I um, thought that was a bit. I I feel like uh it could have used some tweaking though. I feel like mm. um there's that part where she's like this, this town's no good for a woman. And I didn't, I didn't really understand why Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what she was saying. There was the implication that women just have more wandering hearts than men. And they can't be satisfied with hockey in a small town.
1: Well, I think part of the implication is that women aren't allowed to play hockey.
0: I mean, that sucks, but I, but I, I, that I, I I guess that was the implication. Let's Uh, Hey,
1: let's Hey, here's a free idea. For Hollywood, Mystery Alaska 2, and it's the women make a women's hockey
0: team. Well, yeah, the women, so this, this Saturday game is a thing they, they say throughout the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they try to get a Sunday game going, and there then the, go. the men, try, they try to shut it down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd watch that. Uh,
1: because, But I liked that family aspect because when, um, oh God, what's his name? The comedy man who comes in from L.A. who used to live in the town.
0: Uh, Hank Azaria.
1: Hank Azaria. Yeah. Uh, when he comes into town, he, he's like, hey, Russell Crowe's wife, uh, remember how you pined for me? And I, I'm pining for you.
0: Yeah.
1: And she's like, uh, in your dreams. Like She just really, <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, all those things that you're thinking, they're all in your head. You're stupid. Yeah. Like, she yeah. just really <laughs> shuts him down. And I love
0: that. Yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that too. Mm. I also enjoyed their little aside in the movie about how Walmart is evil.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of good. I like that. <laughs> I did enjoy that.
0: See, it's not a bad movie, Mystery Alaska. It's a good time. I it could. We it haven't could've... even talked about the fact that Burt Reynolds is the main character in this movie.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's very funny because I think there are some shots where you can very much tell that they had to use a body double, and that there are shots of him alone and you could tell he didn't he's he's the kind of actor who would would make them shoot like that
0: yeah he, i get that all i mean they shot they shot in alberta too so i have to imagine it was it was legit cold as they mm-hmm. as they bring up a lot in the movie yeah. how did you i like the stuff with little richard too that was fun that was it for me that came out of nowhere but i really I do that. like
1: that little but richard I, uh was in movies you know like yes. that
0: I love that shot too of Little Richard in his trailer. He's just like under a blanket with a heater point right at him as he's talking. Mm-hmm. He just looked so cozy, and it was just—it was—it was—it was a nice little moment of joy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a good but movie. Mystery little Alaska. Richard brings joy. Little Richard does bring joy.
1: I don't. I don't know. Have, yeah.
0: Do we want to talk about Mike Myers in the film?
1: Oh sure. Um, uh, maybe the worst part.
0: I don't know that I would agree with that. I like them. Mm. I, 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 Mike Myers is definitely a guy who's like, yeah, I'll show up and, and I'll shoot for two days just to be a character whose only thing in the movie is that I'm a scumbag. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. It's it's uh, it's Mike Myers like you've never seen him before, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's the, what is it, 97? Where are we? 98? I thought it was like 99,
1: but I, no, I don't remember.
0: It was 99. You're right. So we're this is very much like Austin Powers era, and I feel like he wasn't uh he wasn't doing the looking old thing a ton, uh mm. aside from this movie at the time. You know what I mean? Well he's got, a little bit he... of a, he's got that weird receding hairline in the film.
1: In uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, doesn't he play his own dad? And that's Oh maybe. I haven't seen that
0: film since I was a little since I was a child.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: I don't know. I thought the movie was good.
1: Well I thought it was the lower end of okay <laughs> i'm not mad that i watched it but i'm certainly uh you know it, it wasn't uh it wasn't salt if you know what i
0: mean sure <laughs> it didn't hit that high standard but salt did yeah <laughs> uh, mystery alaska did receive mixed and negative reviews
1: <laughs> yeah i could imagine
0: um because I, I don't know. think
1: I don't think the the humor was slapsticky enough that the people who want that would enjoy it. And I don't think the people who wanted a heart sports movie got enough of that. I think it it sits in that weird middle space.
0: I'd see maybe it's just uh maybe it's just me but for me I'm always looking for a movie that's just like my favorite kind of like mood and tone is just like slice of life, mm-hmm. and maybe the, maybe the fact that there wasn't a lot of the there wasn't a lot of slapstick, there wasn't a, it wasn't like a crazy big sports movie. Maybe it, maybe that, that slice of lifeness about it just just hit me real nice.
1: Wow, wow. I, Have you seen yeah, Patterson? I, I should watch Patterson, huh?
0: I loved Patterson. Pa- I think- Patterson is very much just a movie like this. This is just this is just a couple with a normal life. And that's all you're going to see. Can, can you make a letterboxed
1: list of these kinds of movies? I'd love to have some recommendations.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I, I think you don't like these kind of movies because I feel like we've watched a couple movies that scratch that itch for me on mm-hmm. this podcast. And in every instance, you have liked them significantly less than I have.
1: Yeah, I think maybe I do like... Um, what was that other one where it's in Memphis or something? What, what Mystery Train. One? Mystery Train another mystery yeah <laughs> i think i do like mystery train more than i told than i thought i did at the time cuz okay, i think that's back exciting. on it fondly
0: yeah i think i think american movie is also in a way it hits that kind of slice of life oh i mean yeah
1: me. yeah
0: i mean also yeah. like all like documentaries like that like king of kong is another big one for me that that i like because of that mm-hmm. um i don't know there's I, yeah <laughs>
1: I do enjoy in a documentary when they take the time to listen to some character's story. Yeah. You know, they just a complete person who's just on the sideline of whatever the documentary is about. And they're just like, here's their story. Yeah. I like it's that. nice. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah. I think we've said all we, well, all we need to say about mystery Alaska. Yes. We'll give it a one and a half thumbs up. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: Um, so, this is where I made my note about Brian and the suspenders, but we've already talked about that. It's true. Uh, because he's visible in the background of uh, uh, Kyle's reaction shots to Mr. Dubrow saying whatever he's saying. Um, then, basically, I mean, we're at the end here. Mr. Dubrow kind of uh, just walks in and says, We're here to talk to your father.
0: Yeah. Is the implication that he's trying to. He's trying to have sexual intercourse with the pink lady, right? Now,
1: yeah, I'm really trying to remember what we see of her through the rest of this film, and I, I cannot recall if she is meant to be a new, like a new wife. What I, what I was trying to imply earlier, where the former Mrs. Dubrow is going to be sent to Alaska, and there will be a new Mrs. Dubrow. Yes, uh, or if she is just a young woman that he keeps in his company, or if she's like a nurse figure.
0: No, I, I thought he said at one point that that's his secretary.
1: I, there, I mean, yeah, there you go. Uh, um, I, not in this minute, but maybe in the next one.
0: Maybe I. It's it's. See, that to me is the only thing that uh, doesn't gel with Mr. Dubrow's character and the rest of the film for me is that like his wife would fuck up, and the next day he would be with. A, a woman who frankly looks like, you know, I mean, she doesn't look like a young Faye Dunaway because we know what a young Faye Dunaway looks like, mm-hmm. but she looks like a young woman of similar style and taste to his wife. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know. It, it's it's a wee, it's a weird choice. It seems like a, just a cheap, shitty joke, and I, I don't like it, and I don't think it makes any sense.
1: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a don't bad movie, so we're saying, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the end of the minute. Yeah. Um, Lux? For minute 82.
0: Oh yeah, you gotta say the thing.
1: What I have chosen to pair with minute 82 is none other than On Her Majesty's Secret Service.
0: Oh. Mr. Bond is in the house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the one-time Bonder.
0: <laughs> yeah, one and done, as it were. Mm-hmm. Did he ever come back for, like, did they ever make, like, a, he got hired as, like, a James Bond type in, like, a commercial in the 80s? It seems like a thing that would happen.
1: Um, I think he, right after the movie came out, he rebelled against the whole idea.
0: Well, I but know I he did. That's th- why he didn't get in the second movie is because he refused to cut his hair and shave his beard. Yeah, for I think premiere. I
1: think later in life he was in, like, um, oh, what are those movies called? Like, in trauma films. And maybe he did that in one of those.
0: Huh. Lazenby later appeared in several films and television series, including roles which parody the James Bond character. There we go. Um, I also know that he's apparently fairly, he's uh he's like a real estate mogul now. Oh, like he's, he's still
1: alive, he, huh?
0: Yeah, he's alive. And I, from what I understand, he, uh, he made, he's like a, he, a real estate mogul. He uh, made a lot he, of money in real he estate. He owns
1: Australia. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Onto those uh, precious plugs, which you mentioned. Yeah, um, I can be found in another podcast, and and another one being nothing new, a remake podcast, where my uh, co-host Justin Keeson and I talk about films that are remakes. Uh, every month uh, we put out a new one. Uh, we just did the old A Star Is Born. All all of them, every single one of them. All four of them.
0: Go the give that a listen. Of films.
1: Yeah. Very it's an unusual format for us because we wanted to make sure to cover all of the versions. Uh normally we just go with like first and last. So it's a it's a real special one. Uh you can find that at dot com slash nothing new. Uh and you can find me in another podcast called It's On My List. It's on my listpod dot com.
0: Because Podcast where myself and five others
1: get together and talk about movies that people say you should see or that we say you should see it's just movies that people think are important maybe they've won an award maybe they're on a list maybe they changed your life i don't know but uh we're gonna we're gonna watch them as a group and figure out uh if they're actually you know worth it uh so yeah. find that at it's on my list, and you can find me on twitter and instagram at podcaster
0: hey guess what bitch you can find I'm saying bitch a lot in this episode, and I'm mm. sorry. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at very cool Emily. Uh, I also stream on Twitch occasionally. You can go to DietCoke.Cool to check that out. Um, I do another podcast with Justin Keys on called Go Go Godzilla. Big Perfecto is also there. Uh, I also do the Big Match Minute on the Noise Space Network with uh, my friend Lily, who's been on the show three times. The the the, the only three Peter. She was just on last week's episode. But uh, that's the show where we do this. But for wrestling, um, rate and review us on Apple.
1: Apple Podcast.
0: Nope, Apple. Just Apple. Oh, okay.
1: We're doing on the, an Apple. We're writing on an Apple again.
0: Yeah. Oh, I did that before, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I don't know. You got any review challenges for us, Andrew? Mm. I'm so drained of ideas.
1: Um, what? okay so please give us five stars on the apple uh but then for your review instead of you know writing a review of the show which of course you would just write glowing words of praise for diet coke and myself um i want you to write uh just the just write the name of your favorite cassette tape
0: yeah sure <laughs> something that we all have a favorite cassette tape
1: yeah as we all should yeah we all grew up in the 90s
0: that's yeah sure <laughs> idiot
1: <laughs> i think that uh, about oh go check out um p- patreon
0: <laughs> Patreon
1: uh, patreon.com slash dunston checks in or 63. checks men, something like that
0: just Nobody go cares about the uh, inquiry
1: And go to our Twitter at Majestic Hotel and Follow us yeah. there. Uh find us on Instagram, uh checks uh, Min. That's M I N uh you know It's a typo. It's branding, it's fine. Uh and find us on uh YouTube as well. Just search for Dunstan Checks Min. Again, a typo, but it's part of branding, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and that's our I, brand is
0: typos. <laughs> <laughs> that's Remember the our sequel. Our brand is crisis. Yeah, that's the
1: sequel to our brand is crisis.
0: That movie just kind of came and went, right?
1: Yeah, i I wanted to watch it, and then I saw that whoever someone directed you it wanted that is, to watch it, huh? Right? Was you it, saw
0: that trailer? And was like that's something that I wanted. to Wasn't
1: it directed by um, the Halloween guy, the new Halloween guy?
0: Oh, David Gord Green. You're right. <laughs>
1: It, we talked about the mysteries of David Gordon Green's directorial oeuvre, and it's yeah. uh, that's one of them.
0: I didn't realize that there is apparently also a 2000. Okay, apparently, there was a documentary called Our Brand Is Crisis that the movie is based on. I did is not. The movie's that. based on a documentary. Yeah, and they two they made two movies, and with both of them, they were like, "Yep, this is what we're going to call it. This is the name of our film."
1: Oh, that means I could cover it for Nothing
0: New, a remake podcast. <laughs> you Good. <could. laughs> The documentary has a 92% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's wild. Let's see how the fictionalized version did.
1: Probably 65, 66.
0: Oh, buddy, 35. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think that is higher than Mystery Alaska, though. Probably. Mystery Alaska received a... Oh, Mystery Alaska's 38. So it is, in fact... 3% worse than Mystery Alaska. Wow. Wow. All right, are we fucking done here? Yeah, (laughs) just say the thing. Remember, Dunson smelled of you. Fuck.
1: And we're checking out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome
1: musings are your musings.
0: Here age relives fond memories of the past.
1: And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future.
0: Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast.
1: Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond.
0: To Moana and beyond!
1: Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after.
0: (laughs) That's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film.
1: With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world.
0: Ooh, nicely said.
1: Don't thank me, thank Walt.
0: This podcast is a part of the BendView Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it
1: at BenviewNetwork.com.